Hello, I'm Paulette Lee, and you're listening to Woman Worthy, real talk about real issues for women over 60. If you're over 60, you're still worthy of being heard. I have to confess, I have never liked the 4th of July. I don't like the summer heat, the bugs outside, the crowds, the noise of the firecrackers, or the rather vulgar displays of so-called patriotism that have little to do with what this country is about. To me, it's really just an excuse to engage in some often infantile behavior and ooh and awe at pretty fireworks. And frankly, I've never even been much of a patriot. I've always considered it just an accident that I was born where I was, and certainly having traveled a lot, lived abroad, and befriended many people from different cultures, I'm hard-pressed to ever think of one country as better than another, or one country deserving my loyalty more than another. I've always eschewed flying an American flag, thinking it a kind of crass display of jingoistic groupthink. And recently, it's become more associated with political beliefs with which I disagree. You know, I doubt many 4th of July revelers even think about the fact that we're supposed to be observing the independence of the first 13 United States from British rule and the establishment of a new form of government, an experiment, a democracy, a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. But you know, that's exactly what I'm thinking about this Independence Day. Let me say first that I went to live in France in 2017, partly because I didn't like what was happening in America. I came back in 2019 partly because I didn't like what was happening in America. It was only through seeing how our institutions, our rule of law, our very existence were being jeopardized that I came to better understand what it meant to me to be an American. And now I'm afraid that those foundations of our democratic institutions are not only being undermined, they're being eroded. To have lies spread about the outcome of an election that absolutely no one can legitimately point to as having been fraudulent? To have public officials refuse subpoenas? To have efforts underway to invalidate our votes, to allow taxation without representation in the District of Columbia, to take away women's freedom of reproductive decisions about their own bodies after half a century of relative autonomy, to limit the federal agency responsible for protecting our environment in its enforcement of that protection, to blur the line of separation between church and state? I would like to be proud of my country, but frankly, I'm having a tough time these days. Should I be proud because of the freedoms we have? Yes, certainly, the U.S. still offers many freedoms and opportunities other countries don't, but those freedoms still have their limits. Teachers and student groups are fired or banned because of their political persuasions. We have pride parades that celebrate different sexual and gender orientations, but we still have anti-black and anti-Jewish and anti-Muslim and anti-Asian attacks every day. We have the freedom to own guns. 
but we don't have the freedom to be safe from the people who are carrying them. While Independence Day has historically meant freedom to many, the great orator and escaped slave Frederick Douglass had a different take. Unlike most of his 19th century contemporaries, Douglass actually believed that the U.S. Constitution was an anti-slavery document. But in his keynote speech at the July 5, 1852 event at Corinthian Hall in Rochester, New York, at which the signing of the Declaration of Independence was commemorated, he asked, what to the slave is the 4th of July? It was a scathing speech in which Douglas stated, quote, This 4th of July is yours, not mine. You may rejoice. I must mourn. He acknowledged his respect, praise, and honor for the Founding Fathers for their commitment to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But he also noted their hypocrisy given the inequality and injustices perpetrated on enslaved African-Americans. Quote, fellow citizens, pardon me, allow me to ask, why am I called upon to speak here today? What have I or those I represent to do with your national independence? Are the great principles of political freedom and of natural justice embodied in that Declaration of Independence extended to us? And am I, therefore, called upon to bring our humble offering to the national altar and to confess the benefits and express devout gratitude for the blessings resulting from your independence to us? I am not included within the pale of glorious anniversary, Douglas went on to say. Quote, your high independence only reveals the immeasurable distance between us. The blessings in which you this day rejoice are not enjoyed in common. The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by your fathers is shared by you, not by me. The sunlight that brought light and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th of July is yours, not mine. You may rejoice, I must mourn. Okay then, if freedom hasn't always been available to all Americans and arguably still isn't, maybe Independence Day is about independence. But what does independence mean? To many Americans it means individualism that they're free basically to do whatever they want. But they're not. We're not. We can't be if we, if we live in a society. While we like to think of the U.S. as a democracy, our form of government is actually a constitutional federal republic. And republicanism not the Republican Party, that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about a theory of government that emphasizes the participation of citizens for the common good of the community organized around a central state. Without a commitment to the common good, the options are privilege for some, but not for others. White supremacists and other hate groups actually want that, but that is not 
what most of us at least like to think America is or should be. You know, American individualism has always been problematic, something of which to be proud, yet also of which to be wary. In his book, Theodore Roosevelt's Search for American Individualism, author Paul Rigo examines our first 20th century president's ongoing effort to reconcile America's individualistic tra uh, tradition, tagged rugged individualism by Herbert Hoover in the 1920s, with collectivism. Of course, there are hundreds of books on what America is or should be and what being American means. One of my favorites is the brief but compact Ideas That Made America a Brief History by Jennifer Ratner Rosenhagen or Rosenhagen. My point is that we might all benefit from using Independence Day as an opportunity to learn more about the philosophies that underpin this great country of ours. Now, I don't believe America is the greatest country in the world. What does that even mean? But I am American, and I believe in the ideal of America. I'd like to share with you this July 4th meditation by Unitarian Universalist Minister Maureen Kelleran. Spirit of life and love, I come before you black and brown and red and yellow and alabaster. I come longing for the simpler days that truly never were our lot. And I am an American. Hear these voices as in the complexity of our days, I am humanist and Christian, Muslim and Jew, pagan and atheist and Buddhist and Unitarian Universalist, and I am an American. I am one who fought for my country, and I am at the same time one who protested war, and I am an American. Amongst the divisions of our days, I've struggled in poverty, and I've accepted the profits of wealth, and I am an American. I am an owner of weapons, and I am one who would control our nation's guns by limiting the who's and what's and how's, and I am an American. As light is shown on our divisions, I live with often unacknowledged privilege and I am moved to rage at the complexity of intersecting oppressions and I am an American. In the challenge of our days, I am one who supports my country, right or wrong, and I am one who claims the traditions of dissent and I am an American. In this polarized season, I am Democrat, and I am Republican, I am Libertarian, and I am Independent, I am Green, and I am Confused, and I am an American. Spirit of Hope, sit with us in our diversities. Help us hear one another in our divisions. Grant that, beginning in this community, we may honor one another's truths, and know that a just and faithful tomorrow begins here in our hearts. For with all our problems, with all our pain, with all our limitations and mistakes, we are Americans." Unquote. I, Paulette, am an American. And this year, I do have an American flag in front of my house. Thank you for listening. 
Have a great week. You have been listening to Woman Worthy, real talk about real issues for women over 60. Tune in wherever you receive your podcasts with new episodes every Monday morning. You can leave your comments by downloading the Podbean app to your device and on the Woman Worthy Facebook page. I'm Paulette Lee. I hope you found this program worthy of your time.